Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tuesday's edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live, presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the New York football Giants. I am John Schmelk, in for Madeline Burke, Howard Cross with me. Howard, I haven't hosted one of these with you in a while, and to do it off of a win, I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> it's pretty exciting, indeed. I mean, we got everything going for us. We got Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlass, Tommy, we got like so many names for Tommy Tommy Agent, Tommy Mom, Tommy Dad, <laughs> Tommy Senior, Tommy yeah, Pets, he, he, Tommy everything Tom, right now. Tommy's, Tommy's a cult hero right now, and it's pretty cool. No, it's fun. And look, it was a game last night. That is, you know, not how you kind of draw it up on the blackboard before the game starts. Just really back and forth. Weird things happen. Turnovers on both sides. You know, the Giants at one point had 145 rushing yards and Saquon Barkley had 20. Like, yeah. if I would have told you before the game, the Giants had 140 rushing yards in the third quarter and Saquon had 20, you would have told me I was nuts. I don't know what, did Saquon Barkley get hurt in the game? Nope. It's just that one, the Robinson had a 30-yard run. Tommy DeVito had a 30-yard run. He was scrambling all over the place. Uh, but the Giants run for 200 yards in the game. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Tommy DeVito gets the ball back with under two minutes to go. And quite frankly, fairly easily drives the Giants down the field to set up a game-winning field goal with four straight completions. You know, Green Bay had a lot of lot of hiccups in the game. You know, the Giants did a good job. They won the game. They, they made plays all over the field, which I appreciate. But Green Bay just totally hiccups everywhere. First off, Jordan Love can't throw the ball in the cold. Howard, his could, passes were all over the place. He couldn't. I'm telling you, he was throwing the ball. I'm watching him during the game. He's throwing the ball. He's looking down at his hand. He knows there's something going on. I don't know if he had a blister or what. He plays in Green Bay. I hope yeah. he can throw in the cold. Otherwise, yeah. he might have a problem he's, down the road. I'm just a, saying. He might have a problem down the road. Because <laughs> as I was watching him, I had never seen that many slipped. You know, balls going everywhere. That's problem number one. Howard, problem. guys, and, and by the way, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, mm -hmm. but guys are open. Like, Again. yards of separation, high, mm -hmm. to the left, to the right, low, just mm -hmm. scatter shot, 100% so, agree. So, so Go ahead. That, that's problem number one. Problem number two, books out on Tommy DeVito. Blitz him. Why don't they blitz the entire game? They rushed four on almost every play. And when you rush four, they, you have five guys blocking floor, they're going to be able to slow them down. So, and – Saquon and, and the tight enders are chipping. And the other part, too, they actually <laughs> their pressure rate was actually pretty good because early in the game they ran a lot of the stunts and twists yeah. and they got in there. But as you well know, Howard, when you run stunts and twists, you make what happens? Gaps. It leaves <laughs> gaps in your defensive line. And I think what previous teams were doing, they weren't spying DeVito per se, but they did have a second-level defender waiting there. So if DeVito ran through the line, mm -hmm. that guy would just step up and hit him. I, I just... The Packers had guys 10 and 12 yards down the field. No, and, no idea. What okay, we're, we're actually totally on the same page on those two. Agree. What's number, number three? Uh, number three, I thought, that, you know, you know, besides those two things the Packers doing, they were making some uncommon mistakes as well as the Giants. In the special teams game, they made mistakes. The, they, they hit, it didn't cost them, but they made mistakes. The turnovers, like they left, the Giants left two or three picks on the field. Banks Both. dropped the one, yeah. right? That hit him right in the uh, arms. And, yep. and, and if Flott turns around instead of running into the guy, That's he catches right. the ball and runs down the field. That was another awful throw it's by just, Jordan. Like, it's just, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand like what's happening. I, all I can think of is that, they, that Green Bay went into this game thinking, hey, look, they don't win at night. 
And the Giants are solar power. They'll never win a night game. Uh, they're playing poorly. The, the offensive line is not doing well. And they're coming off two big wins against yeah, the so, Chiefs so, and Lions. Yeah, and, they, and they don't play – and historically haven't played well coming off a bye. So nothing – I mean, nothing was in the Giants' favor. And we haven't lost in December. That's all that was going on. Then all 16 and 0 on the floor in December for the Packers. Yeah, so like the all, stat all, Howard's referring yeah, to. All of a sudden, it's like, oh my God, like what is going on? And that's, that's they kind of got caught with their hands down. They literally got caught with their hands down. I'm like, mm, interesting. This could go bad for them. I, I kept saying the whole game. And it did, and they still managed to get the lead late in the game because of a, the one of the most bizarre Saquon Barkley fumbles you'll ever see. For Giant fans that one, are one of, of a. One of three. Of in yeah, you know, what in his career you're talking about? He does not fumble the ball. No, you know you go back, Howard. You remember this because me and you had a couple laughs about it during not at the time. We cried at the time. We laughed later. But you remember the Eli Manning play against I, the Eagles? I said I told that's what, what I said on the sideline. I said this is somebody. I said don't put this on the air. But this is the old Eli yeah, Manning. Yeah, he scrambled left against the Eagles. And he kind of stumbles, uh, duh, 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 falls down. And Nobody the touches him. The ball hits the ground and it pops up. I think yeah. Eli actually did that twice in his career. But I, I, I definitely he, remember the one against did. Philly. The, the, the thought was that you know that maybe Saquon was basically trying to give himself up. I'm like, nope. He was stumbling. I'm like, well, did he tackle him long enough for him to stumble? Nope. See, now, I, do, I do think – and now, look, I think the officials made the right call on the play. I think it was a fumble. But I do think that contact five or six yards earlier is ultimately what did cause him to fall down. No. But the problem is that he did gather himself gather after himself, he got hit. So it was tried, the right call to call He tried to make one more move. No, you think that's what it was? He, he was tried trying to cut? To, he was trying to make one more, like, little juke. And, and that's what got him. That because he couldn't, because his feet weren't really at full speed, and, and he tried to gather himself. And his, his gait was different, and he fell down. And I'll tell you what, he put, and it's a shame because he ran the hell out of the ball in that final yeah. drive. He got half his rush, more than half his rushing All yards on that three yeah. straight runs. He got, I think, almost fifty of his eighty something rushing yeah. yards on that one drive. He put a move on <laughs> Owens, their safety. I think thirty six. Yep, in the hole. You know, you talk about running plays, you were a free runner. Mm-hmm. You block everybody else, and then the running back has to take care of the free free runner. Yep. Well, guess what? That, that dude did not touch Saquon Barkley. Man he been free, made him miss him. so bad in the middle of the field. <laughs> and then for that, the Giants' defense ends up giving up a touchdown. And you can't really give the defense too much heat. They had held the Packers to so many field goals mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. they drove down the field earlier in the game. And then the big stop of the two-point conversion, by the way, which I don't think enough people are talking about because if they don't get that stop in the two-point conversion, if the Giants kick a field goal on the final drive, mm-hmm. we're in overtime. Time, overtime, yep. I, I but, think, of course, the Giants did have time to still try to score a touchdown yeah, there too. Yeah, so, but, but the two-point conversion was a horrible play. I, I still I'm still. i trying to remember what the play was, Howard. They, Remind they me. basically run number 11 across the formation as he comes back. Oh, they, the little end-around. They they yeah, 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 the they, jet they, sweep. They, they do it, right. it. It has merit right. out in the field because you have room. And it had worked previous in the game, yeah, but, but, but not in the condensed regular yeah, but area. Yeah, but when you have everybody down like within what, four yards of the ball. We talked about, wasn't that, was it the first or second year of the Joe Judge regime when the Giants kept trying end the rounds yeah, in the red zone? I, I remember we had that conversation on the air during I'm the like, games a lot. You can't do that. Run the ball forward. Like, you get the big back. Like, okay, see if you can get by the guys. I mean, or throw it. But if you try end the round, you give the entire defense a chance to go like, oh, there he is. We got him. And like, it, when he's out in the open, if he gets a step on you, there's nobody there. And it's not like Jaden Reed's going to make contact with a linebacker and push him two yards into the end zone. Once yeah, but, he gets hit, he's going down. But if there's nobody there when you're in, when you're out in the middle of the field, because like he ran by Thibodeau, Thibodeau's like out there. There's not another defender anywhere. You can't do that when you got everybody jammed up at the line because there's too many guys in the zone. <laughs> exactly. No, hundred percent. I agree with you. I'm like that's like okay. He's such a brilliant play caller. Um, anyway, so I can't you can tell. I, I know you're not down downstairs, but I, I'm sure Pearson notices watching the game on TV. They kept showing Lafleur after those, after the Jordan Love bad throws, oh and he's just sitting there like this, like. Because I'm sure he's thinking, I schemed the guy open. Come on, man, make the play. And you can tell a couple of times he just kind of looks up at the sky like, really? It's really this night. Seriously? It's, it's coming out. This us. is not our day. Yeah, yeah. And it happens. Like I said, you catch a team you think you're supposed to beat and everything's supposed to go right. Unless you're out there like doing what, what we used to do, like let's get some stats. We can we can pat our stats. And I think that the, the receivers were, in, were open enough to pass stats. 
And I'll tell Wanda could have had a couple other, and we'll talk about Wanda Robinson, who, by the way, had his best game as a Giant. Yep, yep. Over, I think, 115 scrimmage yards between mm-hmm. his run on the Wildcat play yep. and then the big play on the, the ball where on he the yanked out. the ball out of Saquon's hands. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, but it's funny, funny when I saw it, when I saw it live, first I'm like, did Saquon like fake a fumble to try to get guys to look at him like, nope, it was just a bad handoff, <laughs> and they no, almost it, fumbled it, the it darn was, thing. It was not a at bad first, handoff. he stuck the ball out. And one was like, okay, mine, and took it from him. And, oh, is that what it was? And Saquon's like, well, whatever it was. I thought he picked a fumble, too. Yeah. I, and it wor- I thought it worked perfectly. No, so did I. But then I looked at the replay, and then when you look, when I, I watched it on it tape, and you could tell Saquon didn't want to give that up necessarily. Look, the, and and it's funny, Wandell, he kind of had the ball on his hip. He didn't have full control of it when he first got the ball because mm-hmm. of what you're talking yeah. about. So that almost didn't go well, but I, it ended up working I, I perfectly. Think, I think it's one, you know, kind of one of those things where he fumbled the ball, you know, taking a handoff before, and he's like, uh, yeah, not going to happen. But they gave a fumble to the quarterback, but they didn't give it to him. That was on the Wandell in the round. Yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> he's like, yeah, not going to happen. Or jet sweep or whatever it was. Yeah, This yeah. is mine. <laughs> he I'm, snatches it. I'm trying to see – who made the really nice block on that play? I made a note. Cager. Two, it was Cager was the guy that pulled around, mm-hmm. and then there was a wide receiver uh, that made a nice – I think it was Hodgins, Hodgins but yes. I want to give the right guy credit it for it. It was Hodgins. Um, Wildcat – oh, Breda. It was Breda. Breda? Breda came around. Because remember, it was the full house backfield, uh-huh. and Breda led to the left. He came around. Cager had the block on the DeVito read option. Oh, okay. That's what it was. That was right. running to the right on the read option. Okay. Hodgins and Cager had the block on that. It was Breda that <laughs> had the nice block yeah. on the on the Wildcat play to Robinson running to the left based on my notes here. I did watch the offense on tape. I did not have time to get to the uh, defense yet this morning. I'm on like three hours of sleep. So if I'm a little incoherent, <laughs> I apologize. All right, I'm going to get to the calls here, Howard. Anything else you want to point out about the game? Before we go, uh, Bellinger. Bellinger has a great game. No, you know he's going to go unheralded, but he has a good game blocking. He did game. block well. I agree. catch the ball in a couple of nice spots. Get a couple first downs. Uh, give the tight ends a little love. He's doing he's doing a good job and holding it down. And by the way, I thought the Packers again got more pressure than people realize, but most of that pressure came inside. I want to tip my cap to Tyree Phillips. Yeah, we talked a lot about Rashawn Gary before the game, and he was pretty. Darn quiet. Now, he got some help with chips and stuff like that. I was about to say, them chips didn't look nice. They were hitting him in the ribs. Yes. (laughs) But when he did get lined up one-on-one, I thought Tyree Phillips held up pretty well against Gary. He did very well against him. He did very well against him. So I was was very impressed by that. Good job, Tyree Phillips. Join us on Sunday, December 17th at Tommy's Tavern in Clifton, New Jersey to watch the Giants take on the New Orleans Saints. Enjoy Modelo drink specials, meet a Giants legend, and enter a raffle to win game tickets and more. Visit Giants.com slash bar network to learn more. Howard, do you have any big Saturday night plans on Bourbon Street down in New Orleans? No, not at all. What time is the game? One o'clock? It's a one o'clock. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping. <laughs> you and Detino hitting the town together? Sleep. Partying hard? Sleep. <laughs> I need sleep. And also, go subscribe to the John Soto Podcast, folks. The episode up there right now, Howard Cross talked to Madeline Burke right after the game for a little rapid reaction. So we kind of get their take on exactly what happened to the game. We'll check that out. We'll have other interviews this week. We do national reporters. We do analysts. We're trying to get Jonathan Vilma this week from Fox, who's doing the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So check out all that and more. And Vilma, obviously, former Saint. So we'll have some good Saint insight, too, um, on that game. So go check out the Giant Subtle Podcast, favorite podcast platform, Giants.com slash podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star positive review. For Giants Huddle, for Big Blue Kickoff Live, all of our podcasts, make sure you check it out. And I believe it is Up Pearson, the latest episode of the Giants Hangout podcast with uh, Russ Lance and my man Howard right here. Uh, They talk about the game yesterday, so go check that out. Go subscribe to the Giants Hangout podcast. I went to bed at 2, got there. 201-939-4513. Let's go to the phones and say what's up to Steve in, actually, I'm sorry, Vinny in Florida. He will lead us off today. Vinny, what's going on? Hey, guys, how you doing? We're good. We're good, Vinny. We, we got another vitamin W, and this one was sprinkled with a little B12 for high energy. I mean, <laughs> this is a super exciting game. Um, hey, you play to win the game. We've, the Green Bay played the game they did. We, we took advantage of it. I'd like to make a couple comments on the defensive side and then have uh, some comments on uh, the uh, quarterback on the Giants side. But sure. first of all, defensively, I thought Banks, played a great game. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when you talk about that interception, 
could have been, but it was a tough catch. He he got his hands on it, but he was you know laid out uh, horizontally to, to get that interception. So it would have been a great catch if he made it. I also thought Adoree Jackson made some good tackles. I thought Azizio Jalori. I'm curious to you guys comments on. I thought he had his best game, Ojalori. Since he came back and, from his injury, for sure. Yeah, you would say so. Okay, yeah, you agree for with sure. That? Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm curious. I didn't see a lot of Dexter in the game. He was, he was limited snap-wise. He played around third. I have to look it up again. I looked at it yesterday. He played, let's see, I got the game book in front of me when here. Where you have a hamstring? Uh, he had a, a very nice yes. pitch count. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he had him on the pitch count. He played, usually, he played about half the snaps he usually played. I yeah. think he finished with about 31 or 32. Let me see here. Dexter Lawrence finished with 29 defensive snaps. And by the way, he's, even with only okay. 29 defensive snaps, he still led the Giants in pressures in the game because he's a freaking monster. He's a monster. Yeah. Now, I saw some plays toward the end that he wasn't in, and I was just crossing my fingers that Aishan and uh, Nacho would, would uh, hold up, and, and luckily they did. One area I wanted to ask, um, how would your expertise? Kayvon Thibodeau is playing good, but I've noticed a couple of times when a wide receiver goes in motion, mm-hmm. he seems to not catch that. And those end arounds go for yards. It happened yesterday, but it also happened a couple of times. Is that something he needs to learn how to identify that? You know, kind of. Can you explain the how how so, a player gets so, better at that? It's a good question. It's a good question. He'll get better at it, but you, you have to also understand like it's a lot of window dressing on those plays. So there's like. Either you have to take the, take the idea that you're going to go up the field five yards straight, and, and and when you say that, you mean a lot of motion. Yeah, to like try a to lot get of motion. Yeah, yep. so mm-hmm. it's like the, you you have to take the the, the idea. I'm going to field five yards straight, and I'm going to sacrifice any play that I'm I could make inside of me, and that's what that's what you'd have to do. Like uh, one time, Ojolari did. Ojolari kind of came off the ball. He kind of like wandered up the field, like he wasn't sure what to do. And it caused the play to have to cut back inside, and, and everybody got to him and made the tackle. You have to do that. And it's like it's not in their nature to do that. They're, they're supposed to be coming down the line, making the play from the backside. Right. If they don't get to the guy from the backside, usually that guy gets another five yards. So they're, 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 they're working on that part of it. But they have keys and reads, and when you send a lot of guys in motion, one guy shifts out, he comes back. Uh, the next guy rolls around behind the quarterback. You have to get your eyes up to try to see where he's stopping, and if yeah. and if he's going to get the ball. And it's hard. It's almost like an RPO where the the, the ends has got to make a decision: Am I going for the running back or am I going for the quarterback? It, it, almost, yeah, read option play. It's, read like, option. it's almost like the old days when it, it was straight option. That's what it's almost like. You, yeah. you just got to figure it out, and it's hard to do because. Three guys, there are three guys touching the ball, literally almost. You have the quarterback who's holding the ball, the running back who's doing the dive or, or the outside play, and the receiver who's coming around behind him. And by the way, the Giants caught Rashawn Gary on a play similar to that on yeah. the read option. Like, he's the one that he got caught yeah. crashing inside on Saquon on mm-hmm. the DeVito keeper that went outside for 30 yards. Yeah. So it, it's hard, yeah. to your point, for these for these edge players to kind of make those decisions. Yeah, the, the commitment's big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So speaking, I want to transition over to the offense. I, I was wrong about uh, Danny DeVito. I thought Tyrod should have got the uh, start, but I'm glad they made the decision they did. I uh, you know, guess they want to know about a second-string quarterback because they uh, have cap, cap uh, implications for that. So I'm glad they made the decision. I wasn't aware when I called last week and spoke with Howard and Madeline mm-hmm. that uh, Dave had already made that announcement. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in fact, in regards to this game, you know, all the things that Tommy did, well, they 360-plus yards, total yards. Yeah. I thought his pocket awareness was much better. He either – it was like he had a clock in his head, and boom, at a certain point he didn't wait to get scrambled. He moved out of the pocket, and sometimes he got caught for a, a, a four to six yard gains and sometimes he ran well so I thought that pocket awareness was better and he stepped up know. in the pocket Vin he didn't go sideways he didn't go backwards right. he stepped right. up in yep. the pocket which was good yeah uh, you know and I thought the other thing I thought was great was the sustained drive he yep. had a 10 play 75 yarder that was the first time we've seen that and also on the two minute drill he, you know he ran a great, great two minute offense I mean he he, he 
he got the job done. I remember uh, rookie quarterbacks, it's not as easy to get up to the line and run that. They had two um, 75-yard drives for a touchdown, Vin, and they had two drives that went over 55 okay. yards. So those are right. four long, sustained drives, which is something they had yeah. not done really um, since that Washington game. Yeah, and again, Green Bay was the reason why they were doing that. And I don't want to like you know take anything away from the Giants' offense, but Green Bay not blitzing, running twist on the inside and leaving big gaps. It was almost like they were like, I dare him to beat us. He's not going to beat us. And yeah. he did. Well, well, we're a jet 24 seconds away from being tied for the, for the uh, <laughs> playoffs right now. So when you think about how disastrous this year started out, it ain't bad. Dave's has done a great job in, in getting this team focused. And you know what? For a bad year, which you guys predicted with the Cowboys and 49ers, we still got a couple tough games to go. But I think we got an opportunity to look and not be so concerned about drafting a high, high quarterback, but let's draft some more quality players. We got, what do we got? Three within the top 50 right now. And we got, you know, our third round pick next year. Let, let's build our missing ingredients. And last thing I wanted to say is, did you ever think that Tommy Cutlets was going to bail out Saquon from a fumble <laughs> from being the goat? Love Vinny, you guys. I'll well, this thank you. Here. Appreciate the call. We're living in weird times, Vin. <laughs> <laughs> We're living in weird times. I don't know what to say besides that. Hey, look, it, it, it's like, great. It's like fun. I said, when you watch the game, be aware of what you're looking at. You're looking at a team that's not blitzing when everybody else blitzed. Everybody's blitzed. Everybody's blitzing, and he will not go through another game. I don't think. With guys like, okay, and, and our guys are going to beat your guys up front. The, no, you're not. We're going to chip. And We're the Saints have, like the pressure, too. Yeah, so, so he, he's going to have a lot to look at this coming week. So it's, it's going to be a little bit different. But, hey, who knows? Maybe he pulls off another another great win like that. And I appreciate the idea that he has enough confidence. He wants to stand in the pocket. He wants to do it. Like I said, someone was saying before, oh, he didn't get sacked. I'm like, it doesn't matter if he gets sacked. As long as he's not turning it over. You have a chance. And once again, mm-hmm. zero turnovers. Zero turnovers for Tommy D. All right, let's go to James in Georgia. James, you're up next. Hey, what's up, guys? Can what's you hear up? me? Uh, loud and clear, James. What do you got? Nothing much. How y'all been? We're good. Um, I have a couple things. I got a dog last week, a brand new puppy. Guess what I named him? No. DeVito. Cutlets. Tommy. No. No. Actually, I thought I was going to get it straight off. Barkley is his name. All right, that's pretty good. All right, I like that. I like, I like that. That's pretty good. I like that. Um, I was going to name him Saquon, but then I was like, Barkley, and my wife was like, yeah, Barkley's better. I have a good one for you, James. Uh, how, how about Pearson? Um, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, so, I mean, we are just on a – I'm on a high right now. Mm-hmm. Great win. Uh, this whole – you know, Tommy Cutlets, Tommy Touchdown. It's it's wild. It's like wilder than insanity. It's past insanity at this point. Uh, I mean, when you got his dad in the in the stand sitting next to Chris Moltisanti or whoever that was, you know, sitting next to the wise guys in the game, I'm like, our culture right now is like a movie. This is like a Goodfellas movie. That's you know what I mean? So starring the starring the New York Giants defense. You know what I mean? That's and awesome. um, we got to get we got to get a good nickname for Banks too, because Tay Island, like the island thing of it all, is kind of maybe like you lock in the bank vault or something. Because <laughs> my boy is balling. Well, That's like you, you know y'all were saying. I, I'm I'm not quite I'm I'm not quite sure we're at Banks Island or Bank Vault I, level yet, I, but I, he's certainly getting I, there. Money, money uh, in the yeah. bank, what I call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's definitely getting there. He's on his way. Now I, I, I would, would I James, would I would I would that. prefer he does not let the player get three yards behind him before he recovers to knock the ball away. <laughs> I would prefer so, that not you know not to play it that way particularly, but I will take the path. Great job, yeah, I will say this. Absolutely. He knew it was where he was on the field. He did an awesome job staying collected, getting his head around to locate the yep. ball and knock it away, something he has struggled a little bit with Wink. this year. So mm-hmm. that was a really nice job out of him. A couple more. Wink uh, called a great game. They made their adjustments at halftime because, you see, the corners were playing really far off in the first half, and it's like, guys, we're going to play up a little bit more and look for the ball because the ball is just floating everywhere. On that one with slot. I'm saying he, he, he reverted back to his technique when he got beat. And when he seen the guy's kind of arms a little bit go up because they didn't really go up. But when he seen the guy turn around to kind of look for the ball, he tried to play through his hands. 
and the ball's four yards behind you, you know? Yeah, what, so what Flott, need, Flott needed to do what Banks did on his play and get his head around right. and locate the ball in the air. Right. He panicked. Yep. Yeah, he panicked, exactly. Yep. Yeah, he panicked, he panicked, and like I said, he reverted back to his training where you see the guy's hands go through their hands, but the ball is already sick, you know. James, I'm not sure that's reverting to training. I think, I think that's, oh, oh, no, oh, no, I'm getting beat, I'm getting beat. I better mm-hmm. get it. Oh, no, I'm going to run into him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's what it was. <laughs> right, uh, yeah, yeah. But o- overall, you know, it was a good game. We, we're still alive, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Let's keep the keep the gravy train running. Uh <laughs> I guess um, I'm going to finish walking Barkley here today, but y'all have a good day. Let's go, Giants. Uh, that's all I got. How all right. Going? Good job, Barkley. I like that. Barkley. I like that. That's a good name for a dog. It is. You might get – you start trading him, though. You start calling him Barkley. You might think you're trying to get him to bark, which I, which <laughs> oh, I don't no. think you want. We, we don't want that. No, exactly. That's what I'm that. saying. All right, let's go to uh, Steven Staten Island. Maybe he's next on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Hey, Steve. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning, Howard. How are you What's guys? What's up? Very good. All right. Listen, I'm definitely on a high. I, I got to tell you, what a game last night. It, it was so nice to see the Giants, a win like that, actually go for the Giants instead of against the Giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know how many times this team's lost and people left that stadium heartbroken uh, at some of the way they yeah, lost see, games. this what? felt like a game from last year where they did yeah. what it took at the end of the game yeah. to win. They did better in the red zone than the opponent. They won the turnover battle. Absolutely. They were better on third down. It fe- uh-huh. they, the quarterback ran the ball, right? Yeah. This mm-hmm. felt like a 2022 Giants season and, and win. And you got to remember that he's running the ball now because Tyrod's healthy. Before, and you know what, no though? backup. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I thought the other thing, and uh, Steve, just, just real quick, and and and, and um, then you can finish your point. I thought at yeah. halftime they made a great adjustment because I think it was pretty clear. Howard, in the first half, the minute Saquon touched the ball, <laughs> safeties are crashing, <laughs> linebackers are crashing, and said, all right, well, hold on. How can we use this to our advantage? Well, mm-hmm. all right, we'll run a read option off of that. We'll run a wildcat off of that. Yeah. We'll run a flea flicker off of that, which, mm-hmm. by the way, yeah. I can't believe Tommy DeVito tried to get that ball in the yeah. Ramos and the double I, I, coverage. I, believe I, I can't that believe that got like, caught, but God bless him, it worked. Mm-hmm. But I thought that I thought yeah. a really good adjustment at halftime, yeah. using their focus on Barkley as almost a decoy so you yeah. could use that to your Cap- own advantage. Kafka did a great job. You know what? I was going to say to that point, too, like you just mentioned, John, going back to last season, I think on both sides of the ball. And I got to tell you, you know who I got to give kudos to because it was so nice to see him step his game up. It's been a while since we said it, Aziz Olajari. Between him, Dax and Thibodeau, I thought they had a good game. I, something, I was reading something like 16 pressures just from the three of them alone. And you know what? Listen, I, I want to see Aziz be successful here. I mean, you put on a giant jersey, you want the guy to do good, obviously. You know, leave it all out on the field. And I was mm-hmm. happy to see that he had a couple of good plays yesterday, and he was in the mix for, for a few plays. And I, you know what? I hope, uh, I hope he can continue it because, you know, why not? You know, the guy plays for the Giants. You want to see him do well. And uh, on the offensive side... Well, of by the, the way, Steve, time, he's super talented. I mean, Aziz Ojolari yeah. with his bend and, t- and get off and everything like that, if he could ever stay healthy, and he what? has the talent to well, be a good player. Well, that was the problem with him, John, the injuries. He, he, that's what? always been his problem. It's not a problem, guys. When you when you draft a player that's injured with a bad knee, he's always going to have a bad knee. His knee's not going to yep. miraculously get yeah, better. He's had muscle pulls. Again, when you're compensating for that knee, it's 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 hard. I'm telling you. I hear what you're saying. They're running, run, running is important to the game. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. A little Listen, bit. I I I gotta just say though, before I hang up, I just I, I have to say on the offensive side of the ball, you know what? Um, it was nice to see Devito calm, poised, cool as a cucumber, just methodically making his plays, Mm -hmm. and you know what? It worked out perfectly. And I don't believe for one minute the Packers were expecting that kind of performance coming out of DeVito. I really think teams – you see, this is the beauty of what the Giants are doing right now, and I'm sure you agree with me, right? Oh, this team is better. That team is better. This team is better. You know what? Chances are they probably are better. But here's the one thing the Giants have that I can't say right now that any other team has had is they're playing with house money. They're playing with house money. They're playing footloose and fancy-free, and they're winning games. Three in a row. And you know what? I really think they're going to beat New Orleans next week. And I'm going to tell you something else. Not that you should look ahead, but you watch that Seattle Eagle game next Monday night, and you see if the Eagles are the Eagles and just blow Seattle out of off the planet, or it's a down-to-the-wire kind of game. 
because I think maybe the kink is in the armor with the Eagles. And if you're a Giants fan, I know we're not supposed to look ahead, but I got to tell you something. It could be an interesting game between those two on Christmas Day. That's all I'm going to say on that. Thank you, Steve. And you know what, John? I just want to say thank you again for taking my call. And, Howard, as always, I absolutely appreciated the body of work you put in with Big Blue back in the day, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. And, by the way, let's not assume the Eagles are going to blow out the Seahawks here. I mean, the Seahawks were within one score of the 49ers (laughs) in the second half this week. The week before, they were within one score of the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. So, the so, Seahawks are not some bad football team here. So Let's John, not make out they're no good. So, John, you haven't been here. A lot of these callers are wishing for the playoffs and a Super Bowl because Madeline promised a tattoo. This is all wait, this wait, is wait. about. Wait, wait, Time out. This is time all out. this is about. Wait, what hey, happened? Madeline promised that if the Giants win a Super Bowl this year, she's getting a tattoo, a Giants tattoo. And I'm like, this, don't do not do that. Don't. Now every caller is like, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. <laughs> I'm joking. Did you get into details on like I, I don't want how large the tattoo is going to be? Like, I don't like needles. where it's going to be. I don't like needles. Well, you're not care. getting the tattoo. I know, but it still hurts me just thinking somebody's like, nope, nope. Do, do you think you get her to commit to a neck tattoo? Oh my type? god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Every game they win, I look at her. I'm like, you said that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was the actual bet? Super Bowl or no, playoffs? No, she, she just started, you know, she kept going, I, I, you know, let's say the Giants go to the playoffs. I'm like, Madeline, calm down. Wait, wait, did she say a playoff no, no, appearance no, no, as a tattoo? No, she goes, she goes she, I'll say it right now. If the Giants win the Super Bowl, I'll get a Giants tattoo. And I'm like, don't do not do that. Like, she specified this year? This year. All right, well, that's too okay. bad. All right, okay, you guys keep talking. Anything can happen. I'm not saying it's going to, but man, I would not be risking no parts of my body for nothing. Well, I was I was gonna ask you what would what would it take if your like daughter came to you and said, "Hey, Dad, do you want to get like matching tattoos? Any chance?" My daughter said that. No, if she did, yeah, if she came to you and said, "I want to get matching tattoos," it would be it's, very it's my, it would be very important bella, to me. Man. It's my bell. It would be very important it's to me if we had bella, met. So you would say yes to that? It's my it's my bell, man. Yeah. Oh, all right. No. I I I, I got to get word to her to, to no, make this happen. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> and then if we can she, make it a feature she, for the website she, she Howard gets out. a tattoo she passes out when she sees needles I want to I see, I see him pass out in nah. the chair Mm-mm. getting needle that's what I want to see we can put it on Giants.com and that's the Giants terrible. mobile app so 201-939-4513 Len in Columbia I haven't talked to Len in what feels like a month Len so you're really risking calling here they've been winning since you stopped Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. I hope I don't jinx him, John, but all all I can say is to um, explain my absence. Sitting in the rain for four hours at that Jets game knocked me out for about five weeks. (laughs) You were that sick, huh? Oh, man. I was in in bad shape. I'm glad you you feel better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I may cough a little bit during the call, but I hope you can bear with that. that. Okay. Hey, listen, nice win last night, but, uh, you know, we may have caught Green Bay a little short. They, They may have been looking past us. Um, geez, they, they did not look good. Uh, but I'm going to give the Giants credit. They didn't look good because the Giants played well. Yep. And, and we did. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to just point out or say, I, I guess you guys have alluded to it already. Um, geez, the poise on that last drive, not, not just from Tommy, but geez, the whole team, they look like calm, cool, and collected. You know, they had an idea what they were going to do, and they, they just went out there and, you know, made plays very impressive. You know, with Tommy leading us in that, you know, in that particular situation. Um, you, you know, you mentioned Phillips. Um, we we might want to think about re-signing Phillips. I, I'm not sure he can start in the NFL, but as we found out, you need good backups. Yeah, no, I'm with and you on he's, that. He's he, he's playing he's playing pretty well, um, and he did a nice job last night. You didn't hear Gary's name much at all. No, I side. totally agree with you, and I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a little concern as we go forward. Well, let me, let me say one other thing. I, I think our health is helping us. Yeah, of course. And we're really, we, you know, we're really in pretty good shape. Well, Len, here's the thing. Uh, especially people are confused. On defense, especially people are confused. On oh, you know, well, I don't understand. You know, how are the Giants turning on at the end of the year? They're playing much better. 
Well, More you're not Niners. playing the Niners, Cowboys, Bills, and Dolphins, yeah. and you have your starting left tackle back. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley's back. You get yeah. guys back healthy on defense. There you go. Guess what? When your best players are playing, your team's yeah. going to play better. It ain't yeah. rocket yeah. science. Yeah. No. Did yeah. we come out yeah. of the game healthy, too? Yes. Yeah. Was there one? Yeah, injury? no, uh, that's good because yep. I, I had uh, heard something or read something about uh, Flott heading for the X-ray room. Uh, was that anything serious? Did you hear anything I have about not Flott? heard anything injury-wise. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I felt like there was one, but I don't recall no, what no, it is at the no moment. Really I think got... for the most part they came out of the game healthy. Well, Oshevsky, yeah. I guess, would. Yeah, uh, Gunnar Olszewski went back left. In, yeah, but I think he yeah. went back in the game, though, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it is good to have good, it is good to have good health, and I, th- I think it's going to help us down the stretch here, and hopefully we can stay healthy going into the offseason. Uh, whenever that happens to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I still got it in the back of my mind. Maybe, um, you know, maybe playoffs. But boy, <laughs> next Sunday will be the biggest one of the year. Uh, that's going to be a big ball game down there. And then, Len, if you win and, that and game, the, the next game's going to be the biggest game of the year. That's just the way it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Every, Particularly every if you game's win. a playoff game from this point on. Yeah, yep. there, there you go. There you go. Very well put, Howard. A mm-hmm. um, couple, couple of other players. Um, you know, Adore Jackson really makes a difference. Uh, He's he's just a good player. And he's a smart player, and you can tell he's going to see what the other team's doing before they do it. Yeah, yes. really. He's he's just a smart Great player. And and you know, and the same thing with McKinney. Um, quietly playing every play and having a solid year. And you know, what worries me a bit, given their contract status, their their replacements are not on this team. And boy, that 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 worries me a bit. No, it's fair. They're both good starters. Yeah, they're good, solid starters. I hope we can find a way. I hope we can find a way to keep both of them. Um, you know, I mean, good good guys. Um, Saquon, he, I mean, he's, God, the, the, the guy's a stud. You know, you put him on the field and it's a whole different team. I don't hey, know what's going make... on with these things at the end of games, though. He is this knack of just weird things happening at the end of these games that it, it they're, they they could be killers sometimes, man. It, it, it's yeah. weird. So far, yeah. so good. Hey, one, one, one other player that I want to compliment. Um, you know, you mentioned Breida's name. You know, you you don't hear the name a lot, but that guy's a pro. Yeah, very solid, very everything, solid. Everything, I mean, he just carries out his assignment. You give him the ball, and he's going to run for four or five yards. You ask him to make a block, like on that one play that you, you know, talked about, and, and he makes a block. That, he's just a solid professional football player. I hope we can find a way. You know, we're going to, we need a, going to need a backup running back next year. And, you know, we're, we're going to sign Barkley. I mean, we just, we're going to sign Barkley. But I hope we can, I hope we can bring a guy like Breida back. I know he's, he's getting up there in age, but I just like the way he approaches the game when he gets on the field. I mean, the word professional comes to mind. Hey, again, gr- great win. Thanks for taking my call. I'm going to call more often now. Hey, I didn't call for once. How about that, John? Very well fun. done, Len. See, this yeah, means you're on, yeah, you're on yeah. your way to healing. Winning heals all wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Let's go, Giants. Thank Let's you, go. Len. And another regular that we haven't heard from in quite a while, so much so, I got accused of screening his calls out and not allowing him on the air. Who is it? It's Charlie in Portland, Maine. Oh, my goodness. Charlie, what's hey, up, buddy? How are you? Charlie, it's good to talk on. to you. Hey, uh, I'm good. Hey, um, yeah, you did uh, not let me on the air there, John. No, what? I'm just kidding. Well, say, what? <laughs> By the way, Charlie, is, is, is there any truth to the rumor that you were the guy in the black fedora with Tommy DeVito's parents in the, in, <laughs> in the stands? That's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> hey, look, guys. Uh, um. Hey, uh, shout out to Len. I hope you feel better, man. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, look, let me, uh, Howard, let me put this game in perspective. <clears throat> the uh, Green Bay Packers gave us this game, all right? Three turnovers. The guy must have punt. Instead of just falling on the ball, he tries to pick it up and run. When the whole, uh, you know, I mean, it's stupid stuff like that. The offensive coordinator keeps, like, doing the uh, wide receiver uh, run over to the sideline, and every time he gets stuffed, and he does it again on the stupid two-point play. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, they... Why do you sign angry it? about it, Charlie? <laughs> Why do you sign <laughs> upset about it? Do you want him to win? 
No, because we need a quarterback. We need to get a quarterback in the draft. You can't go with Daniel Jones with two neck injuries, an ACL, and he's had concussions. And that's the guy you're going to go with? Come Char- on, man. Charlie, I was, Char- Char- I was Char- asked this question real quick, Howard. I was asked this question on my hit with, the Syri- with our Syracuse affiliate earlier today. And they basically asked a question. You know, what do you tell the Giant fans that worry about the draft pick and all this stuff? And, and this was my answer. It was very simple. If the Giants went in, they lost out, they finished with three wins. You know what that means? That mm. means you lose confidence in your coaching staff because you don't win any games. It means you're losing confidence in your players because you can't win any games. And it shows how much further you actually have to go. So the trade-off, Charlie, do you want to win more games? But, oh, wait a second, maybe our team and the talent on the team is better than what we thought off the first half of the year. You know, the coaching staff has shown that, that year one it was not a fluke and they really are good coaches. They can figure out a way to win football games. Would you rather have that? Or go into next year with three wins, looking like you have to blow the whole thing up with maybe you have a chance to draft a quarterback. I, I think, Charlie, also it, it, that you have to keep in mind, I know that everybody's like the quarterback this, the quarterback that, whichever quarterback's playing and everything. The reason why the season was so horrible in the beginning, they didn't block her soul. And if they don't Howard, find, if they don't, that's not true. Really? You know what the no, it, 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 grades Charlie, were Charlie, Charlie, on this offensive Charlie, line Charlie, stop yelling on this at me. last game? Charlie, take no, I'm telling you, Howard, you don't Charlie, know what you're talking about. Charlie, The offensive Charlie. line was god-awful this game. It was no, no, Charlie. It wasn't. It wasn't. Rate it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't great, Charlie. It was not good. I agree. Charlie. People are overrating the fact that there were no sacks. Charlie. The offensive yeah, line please. gave up plenty so, of please. pressure, so, but Charlie. it was not as bad Charlie. as it was it early was in the year. It was because Devito was able to get the hell out of there. That's why. No, Charlie. You remember, that John? Was, you did an interview it, with Devito. You did an interview with Devito. What did he say? I got to improve on. Not I gotta sacks. stop taking yeah, sacks. He did say that. Yeah, and what absolutely. did he do? He not. He didn't. He take did sacks. that. That's true. This guy is a smart player. He's got the it factor. And Howard, the highest grade offensive lineman, was Thomas at sixty percent. That's how bad our so, offensive so line do, is. Sixty so, percent. I don't know on. where you got that just, number. Just, from, just hold. Don't, don't, don't do this. I just Charlie, looked up the PPF Charlie, grade Charlie, for this last Charlie, game. Charlie, Charlie, I'm gonna do this to you again one more time. Dan- right, Daniel Jones got sacked more than anybody in the league for the first few games. And the only reason he wasn't leading the league in sacks because he got hurt. Then you brought in Tyrod. And you said how got sacked a bajillion times. <laughs> yeah, too. So then, yes. then you brought Tyrod <laughs> in, and Tyrod got sacked a bajillion times. And then Tyrod got hurt. Then Daniel came back, and unfortunately for him, he hurt his knee. Uh, God bless him. I hope he gets really better and everything. But now you got Tommy in. What happens to Tommy in the beginning? They blitz him. What happens when he gets blitzed? He gets sacked. In this particular game, they didn't blitz almost at all. And if by them not blitzing, gave them a chance to throw the ball and run. And they ran crazy twists, leaving the middle of the field open, and he just ran. So we're not we're not discrediting that, that the offensive line was playing bad or whatever. But like I said, they what I said earlier uh, a few weeks ago, all I want to do is see a little more improvement amongst everybody on the field and they're showing improvement everywhere. And that's what that's what you got to have. If they won seven games this season, we thought that would be a, a huge accomplishment for them with the talent that they had and the teams they were going to be playing. They're going to be, quote-unquote, all trying to make it to the playoffs and even into the Super Bowl. And, Charlie, Tommy DeVito only threw for 158 yards. Let's not make out that he threw for, like, you know, three bills here or anything oh, like know. that. You know what I mean? I know. No, yeah. no, I, I understand that. But uh, Daniel Jones only had a 48% pressure rate in one game. This year, and that was the Dallas game. Tommy DeVito had a 48%, and he had about, I don't know, how many sacks did he take in that game, Daniel Jones? All I'm saying is the quarterback makes a difference, a big difference, because this guy has pocket presence, this guy has smarts, this guy can Hold on for one second. Before yeah, this game, Tommy DeVito had been sacked at a higher rate than Daniel Jones had earlier in the year. <laughs> you realize that, right? Right. I realize that, and guess what? What did he tell you, John? He said, I'm not going to take any sacks, or I'm going to improve. And guess what? Yes, Charlie, it's one game. Let me ask you this, Charlie. How how many many times did Daniel Jones get? How many times times did Daniel Jones get sacked? How many times did Daniel Jones get sacked by the Cardinals in week two? 
Oh, please don't bring up that one stupid game. Well, you're oh, bringing up one stupid game too, Charlie. No, when you talk about San one game, let's San... bring up the Dallas game. Let's yes. bring up all those games. San Francisco and mm-hmm. Dallas are two of the best defenses in football. Oh, They're literally two they... of the five best defenses in football, Charlie. But That's a fact. You don't, you don't stick with a guy who's got two neck injuries. He has an ACL. Charlie, that's a separate conversation. I'm not. Ha- uh, that's not what I'm arguing with you about. I'm not. Ha- okay. Look, if, if you, you if, if, if you want to go draft a quarterback, that's fine. I understand with the injuries and stuff. If you have that many concerns about the injuries and you don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy, I understand no, that argument. Not. I get it. I under. I, I'm not saying I 100% agree with you, but I understand the argument. There's validity behind it. If you don't think he's going to stay healthy, I get that. But let's not downplay. The horrid circumstances around Daniel earlier in the year oh, that please. forced him we've to been, play we've so been playing poorly. that violin for five years. Stop it! Put the violin down. He's not very good. Okay. Period. We so, need a so, quarterback. So for for America or whoever's listening to this, and I want Charlie to know this. Charlie is not the brightest light on the tree because Thank you, Charlie. whatever the call, quarterback that's played <laughs> is going to get crushed if you can't <laughs> block for him. And they're going to have to figure it out, uh, basically. Every game. I said this for the first part of the year. I said the Giants had four flat tires in the beginning of the season. And if they didn't get some tires healthy on that offensive line, they would not have any success. And they've had the same group of starters now for four straight games. And Do you they, know how many times they had the same group of starters the first eight games of the season? Zero. 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 And they're coming They're coming together just a little bit at a time, and they're looking a little bit better. Circumstances permitting, I mean, again, Green Bay Packers are a good team, and and they just had a bad game. Yep, and that's they, a good way to they're, put it. They're, they're a good team that played poorly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I don't expect every team to play poorly. I want Tommy to go out and have you know, success every week. I want him to win every game. But I'm also realistic. Teams that are going to blitz, it's going to be harder to stop the blitz. If you put four guys out there, you think your four guys are going to beat our six guys that are blocking you? Sometimes seven guys blocking. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna get there, believe it or not. But if you think that our if you're, you bring five or six guys, you you can you can put us one on one. We might have a few problems. Do you think Andrew Thomas is is helpful to Tommy DeVito to have him there? Yeah, I think he is. But I also think I, I'm looking Probably, at Andrew Thomas right? with a with a with a with a knee a brace on and everything else is you know f- battling through it. Like you you got guys out there that are fighting, you know. The only guy that's not out there right now is Neil, and and he's limping around still. So, it's <laughs> man, they got to have guys up front. I was got ex- to. I was excited to have Charlie call back, <laughs> but he's still on the same subject. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it change. <laughs> I mean, he's at like a month away. You want I, me to start screening his call? No, <laughs> I don't. I love Charlie. You know that, but no, really? I, I thought maybe. I, I, he he had like Devito for the topic I, of the I, call. I thought he was going to be so excited yeah, about Devito. Yeah, me everything. too. Nope. Fellow nope. Paisan and all that stuff. No, he can't do it. He can't Nothing. help himself. He can't help himself. No, he can't. <laughs> rooting? No, he look and basically he said he's rooting for the team to lose. Yes, it's okay. It is what it is. I it, get it. It's okay. Joe in Pennsylvania. Hi, Joe. How are you, buddy? Hi, guys. Uh, no, you got to look and think back. Our center was gone. The boat tackles were gone. You know what I mean? It, 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 Joe, it against the Bills, only three of the nine offensive linemen that started the season on the roster were healthy. Three of nine. Yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 was, it, it, was, it, it was Pearl Harbor or, Daniel, <laughs> or whoever was back there. Guys Even apologize. with Tyrod, because they knocked them both out. Now, yeah. they, they, now the offensive lines getting back together and, and calming down a little. Now, I Tyrod had believe, four ribs broken. Four oh, ribs. Right. Two, two displaced. Oh my God. I, I, I do believe, you know, you know, I, I have worried about Daniel to his health. I, I look at it this way. If there's a good quarterback there and we like him and we're in a position to get him, get him. The only thing I'd have a question about if there's a tackle there with them that we like too, you know. Well, so, or a wide receiver. I mean, I'm still – Or a wide receiver, right. Yeah. Right, I mean, right, and the good thing about right. this draft, Joe, looking ahead, there are – this is a great tackle class and it's a great wide receiver class. So well, you're, well, you're, you're right. going to have options. Right. Now, I, I just want to get a big – 
dirty wide receiver. I, I curse Tennessee every time I think about how they let A.J. Brown go to the Eagles. <laughs> I, I hope Something they tells lose me every, every one of their games. Why did they do that? And, and you're I not mean, the only one. Trust me, every Tennessee Titan fan is also cursing the Titans for how they let A.J. Brown walk out of that building. You ain't the right. only one. I mean, he's the, <laughs> he's the to me, like, was the best receiver in, in the game with his size and ability. No, he's good. And the, and they left them go. Who did they get for him? A uh, first-round pick? Big deal. They got a first-round pick, and, and they used on Traylon Burks, who had that has I mean, not worked out. who's ever the general manager is, I curse them. Like, yesterday they won, but I could care less <laughs> about about them. I, I just want to, well, like I said, like, Charlie, I do worry about our quarterback, but but like I said, he had no chance there really early. So we just, we just got to take the best player if there's a quarterback there. Or so it proves with a decent line and the defense playing the way it is that we can win games mm-hmm. it, it, with with even Tommy Rivito or what, how you say Devito Devito. Devito. Yes. I look I look at his family when I when they show them up in, in the. The stands. It looks like a scene from Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> His father even reminds me of 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 Rudy's father. You know what I mean? It, it really does. Except it, looks, it would have to be like whatever the Italian version of Notre Dame is. Oh you know what I mean? It really looks like scenes from that. You know, it it, it is great there. You know, uh, for that. But what I want to call in on and say, we have to change. Uh, I don't know if Tommy has the chance to, to change the play on that third down short yardage there. There's 10 guys on the line. Barkley has have no chance of getting the yard in the yard and a half. I mean, we got to change the, 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 the play. I'd rather throw a pass or, you know, you fake it to the running back and hit a receiver or so. But you, yesterday I think we were 0 for 3 on – on you know what I mean on third and shorts. They had a yeah, third and, and one it, in the first quarter that they did get, but then they failed on their next three. I believe. Oh well, yeah, they mm-hmm. even called a time in timeout on that one, and they changed it. But there was ten guys on the line of scrimmage, and they met Barkley two, three yards in the backfield. Now, Joe, and you know, I, Joe, I, I think that's a good question, and, and appreciate the call. And I want to look to Howard here. Mm-hmm. They have had some issues on short yardage this year on third and fourth and short. Mm-hmm. Break it down for me. Why, how, what do they need to do differently, the, the pro- all that The stuff. problem with it is, and I don't think people realize it, like if they're having problems blocking just normal plays, like let's say if you're having problems in first down, if a guy's running free on first down, and Barkley's having to adjust and, and dodge him in the backfield because he's free kind of up the middle or off one of the edges, it doesn't get better when you get more guys in the box. <laughs> It gets actually worse. So now that guy's got help to be free. Some other guy can come free. So instead of one guy getting in the backfield, it's two. The thing about blocking up, again, you can't practice it every day because those days are gone. So now it's a a lot of theoretical uh, teaching and a lot of, hey, this is instructionally how you should be doing it. This is how you should be fitting to it. But unless it's kind of like some full speed contact stuff, it is hard to train guys, especially this late in the season. So fit blocking double teaming up to to the next level guy it's all kind of hard to do because all the guy got to do is like okay i'm looking at you in the whole game you've been in a two-point stance because it's like you know every every team's in it now the quarterback's in shotgun everybody's in two-point stance we're gonna get down here in the third one you put your hand on the ground you have no way to go but forward the d linemen are jumping turning their bodies you go by them and they step into the backfield it's hard to simulate it. It's hard to practice it. It's hard. Now, if you choose not to try to blow them off the ball, then they blow you off the ball. You're in, you're in a zero-win scenario. So the only way to do it is like that's why you see more plays going to the edges on guys. They're trying to figure out a way to get to the edge. But, you know, still that guy that's in the middle that's jumping around, jumps around, he's in, he's in the backfield. There's actually a play where – I think it was it was a nose tackle. I think it was like a, a, a zero shade or one shade. Mm-hmm. And he timed the snap up perfectly. And he actually got into the backfield he so ra- fast, he, he ran, ran past. past the running back getting dude, the handoff dude, to go after the quarterback. Like, how did he that could happen? have taken the handoff yeah. if he wanted to. How did, people are like, how did that happen? How did he miss him? I'm like, he thought he would 
received some resistance. Yes, he went too fast. He thought that there was some resistance. He saw people in front of him. I've never seen that before. Then, I watched it on Tuesday like, morning. I was laughing. He's like, I am not that fast. He got back there. He's like, holy, we're in, I'm in the backfield. It was like their big, like, 330-pound nose tack. And, 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 and those are the guys that are free on pass plays sometimes, and you just have to avoid them, and it's hard to do. And like, and, and the only way to avoid them is, like, there was a play where DeVito, I think they called a quarterback draw, and guys were in the backfield running past him. Yeah, and had to turn around and catch him from behind because they ran past him. They had run up the field so quick. That's going to be something that the Giants are going to be looking at very seriously in this draft to try to figure out. Okay, and free agency, how are we going to find guys? And that's why Devito is a is a blessing and a, and a curse at the same time. The blessing is he's a he's a rookie quarterback. Of what you know, that's, that's undrafted on a rookie contract. Blessing. Now you can bring in some free agents. Yep, I agree. Right, that, that's that's where the that's what that's the curse. whether it's a guard, whether it's a tackle, that's wh- the, whatever. And that's it is. the curse. You're you're pr- praying that one of these guys you bring in is going to be, you know, okay, he's going to be what we think he is, an upgrade. Yes, and yes. I, that's not always the case when they get here. We've seen that. Yes, they yeah. get they get the money. We've seen they that. They come in and you're like, okay, I'm not going to list names. I don't want to <laughs> get people upset. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Rhode Island. We got two more calls before we say goodbye. Hey, Jeff. Hey guys, how you doing today? Good. I'm happy. Very good. Uh, very good. good. Right, excellent. Happy for the win last night. I got to tell you, I had some choice words for Saquon along the along the way in that game last night. It happens. I'm going to be watching the replay this afternoon again, and uh, it might happen again this afternoon. But I had a a couple of questions for you. Uh, Sure. I didn't see much of uh, Jalen Hyatt last night. Did he play at all? Is he uh, injured or something? Or what's he, up with him? Yeah, you know what? I think they gave Hodgins some more carries. They were doing so well running the ball, and Hodgins is the much better blocker. And Hodgins yeah. and Hyatt play the same position in terms of like their wide receiver spot. <laughs> much so, better blocker. Yes. And he's a much better blocker. So that's my guess as to why we didn't see quite yeah. as much as Hyatt. Let me double check. And they threw the ball to him a bunch. Yeah. They, I, they, he, he had a few catches. They weren't the long, deep passes. They didn't They didn't risk the ball throwing it way down the field because they were expecting more. Uh, but they, they got the ball to him in short, like some outs and some sidelines. Yeah, and there. Hyatt still played 64% of the snaps. He played yeah. 36 snaps, and, mm-hmm. uh, and Hodgins played 36. So they, they literally – Split yeah. those snaps equally. Oh, One of them okay. was always on the field. I, I, I must have missed his catches or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, he wasn't got, targeting uh, a ton. I think he only had like three or four targets in the game, and it wasn't but, a lot of the deep stuff. Yeah, he had, the two, two, yeah. had two or three catches. Yep. Okay. Um, regarding Tommy, uh, a lot of times last night, quite a few times. He, uh, two catches on three targets. When he, Yeah. Tommy was uh, came out of the pocket, was running. You know, I didn't know if – with those, if they were designed, uh, you know, RPOs, many of those, or if he was just, uh, you know, wanting to save his life, getting out of the pocket. He had, if I remember right, and I don't have this written down, so Howard, correct me if I'm wrong, he had the one quarterback draw that yeah. you referenced, yeah. and I believe he had two read option plays, one one for 12 yards when he got hit pretty hard, actually, by the safety. And then, he, right, then, he had, then he had the long run. So I think he had three design runs. I think he had the other seven or eight. What would he have, 10 or 11 carries in the game? Yeah, so he, he had 10. So I think the other seven were scrambles. Yeah, there, there were scrambles. Yeah. Like, again, they were, they were like uh, twisting and stuff and leaving a big gap in the middle so he could actually run. Uh, and okay. then after, and then I think even one guy took a shot at him, which was really weird, and the refs didn't throw the flag. So, very interesting. Yeah, you almost okay. always see that flag thrown mm-hmm. when the hit is up high, the way yeah. it was. And I will say this again, and I've said this on the show before, so I'm being consistent. I have a lot of sympathy for these defensive players where they're going to make a tackle, the quarterback slides late, and there's really not much they can do. But that is a call that you see that, that, extremely consistently. In that the call was not made but should have been made. And the reason why the kid hit him was because earlier in the game when he slid, he took down the linebacker he slid into. Okay, what do you mean he took him down? Qu- I missed that. He slid right under him. Oh, when yeah. he took out his what? legs. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I got you. One other, one other quick one, uh, John. I know you watch uh, the coaches' tapes and whatnot. Uh, when Tommy does have time to throw, is he is he scanning the field or is he just kind of looking for his number one option out there? Can you tell by watching the tapes? I think there that is something I think he needs to get a little bit better at. He does not necessarily yeah. get through all his reads. A lot of the time, right. if the first one is there, then he starts moving around. Um, and yeah. I think one of the focuses talking to to some of the coaches this week was if that first read isn't there, 
you know, even if you don't go in order, you don't go from one to two to three to check down. Just go. Right. If the first option's not there, just get to the check down quicker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, okay. just yeah. get, yeah. get the pass out. So, yeah, look, and, and that's not a surprise. He's a young quarterback. He's an undrafted free agent. That's something right. that's going to improve with time. And you see that with a lot of, you know, and you, rookie and, quarterbacks. And, again, he, and just remember, he doesn't want to turn the ball over. That's all he's focused yeah. on mm-hmm. personally. It's like, right. I, I got to protect the ball at all costs. So mm-hmm. that's why it's not coming out when, he, when he's not sure where the second guy is. He's like, he'll take right. a look. If he's not there, he doesn't get to the check down sometimes to way, way late, and it's because he's he's scrambling outside, looking downfield, still trying to see if his other guy's open. And Brian Dable yeah. has talked about it. They actually are very happy with the way he's seeing things. You know, Brian Dable said when he gets to the sideline and they ask him, like even in you know in the middle of the game, well, you know, why'd you make the decision? What did you see? What he describes is often then what the photographs on the sidelines actually mm-hmm. show. So that's probably one of the reasons, Howard, to your point, he hasn't put the ball in the danger. He knows what he sees. Yeah. So if he's looking for a receiver and it's not there, he's able to see that. That's why he's not throwing the ball to the defense, right? Yeah. The question is, can he then quickly get to your get to can option two on, and option can he move three? On from one to two to three, does he know where they are going to be? Correct. And I think timing. he's capable of doing it. If you can see it the way he's seeing it, yeah. that's something he should get better at. Yeah. You just have to get more reps at it. Yeah. Thank you, okay, Jeff. Well, Always good to talk to you, man. Guys. Yeah, long That's time right. no speak, man. Well, it's good to talk to you, Jeff. So, so I think one of the things is, is like I saw Coach talk to him, like uh, I think on the Hodges touchdown. Now I don't know who was the open guy before that, but he's like you're you're scrambling and we get the ball out, and then, you know that that's a great play by you, but make sure that you see whoever. And I couldn't hear what he was saying, so I I didn't even look at the tape. I looked at it today. I'm gonna see if I have any notes on that play. Let's see, Hodgins. Um, I I've written down. Um, nice throw on the run. It was a good clean pocket, and Devito ran out of the clean pocket. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't notice anyone else wide open on the play. Okay. But he, I think he could have hung in that pocket a little bit longer before mm-hmm. bailing to the right. Yeah, at least according to the notes from watching the tape. Okay. Today. So that makes sense. Then yeah. based on what what coach was saying to him. All right, we'll wrap it up with Phil in North Carolina. Phil, what's going on? Hey guys, good to talk to you. Thanks for the show. Yes, sir. Uh, before I get to my main point, uh, just a comment on the. One of the calls yesterday, the fourth down call, where I thought, uh, was it Banks that stopped him? Um, and they ruled it a first down because he, he uh, ex- the pack receiver extended. And I thought it was really super clear. They overturned the original call that he was short of the first down. I thought it was really clear on the replay that that was the correct call because he reached when... He was out of bounds. Yeah, Phil, I agree with you. I don't think it was... Look, he did reach the ball out across the marker. The question that matters is, did he do it before the ball crossed the white sideline, right? Because you uh, have I to thought, extend it when the ball's in bounds. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think I, it was super clear that it, he did. I said that to the game to Banks and and, uh, and Bob, and they said, no, no, he, it, it goes through infinity. I'm like, I, said, I think he started the ball in the white, then he reached forward. Yeah, no. You in yeah. order in order for that to count, you have to extend the ball in the field of play, not yeah. over the white. Well, line. That, that's where it was to me. He had he was the ball across the white, and then he reached forward with it to get to the thing. They're like, no, nope, doesn't matter. I'm like, kind of has to matter. No, it does. Yeah. No, it it, yeah. it it does matter. They did they did used to be infinity at the the goal line, mm-hmm. and they modified that years ago. That it, okay, it's not infinity. That's why the ball has to yeah. hit the pylon, right? That's why on the end yeah. zone, if you hit the pylon, yeah. that's why the pylon's there to see yeah. if you get the ball in for the touchdown, yeah. right? Exactly. So that was done about probably 15 years, maybe more, maybe 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. They changed that rule. So, yeah, that was a terrible call, and I was really super unhappy, and they scored on that one, too. So, um, yeah, not good. But anyway, the um, re- main reason why I'm calling about is our – scouting process uh, for the offensive line versus the defensive line. Like, we've done, you know, knocking on wood, we've done really well with tackles over the years, the drafting tackles. Mm-hmm. Look how many of our old tackles, tackles are still in the league. we got Lindell yep. Joseph. Every time I see Tomlinson, I miss him. Jonathan uh, Hankins is still in the league too, man. Big yeah. Hank is playing for Hankins, Dallas. Yeah, and – I was an advocate at the time when it was either Tomlinson or uh, Leo, and I like Leo, but I was an advocate to let Leo go and keep Tomlinson, just mainly because 
I didn't think the difference was that great. Mm-hmm. Tomlinson uh, was similar age, and Tomlinson was cheaper. Now, in know? fairness, though, <laughs> Phil, looking at it now, Leonard Williams the last couple of years has been a much better player yes. than, than Tomlinson. So Leo ended up being the better player for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. He has been. But, uh, okay, so, but, but anyway, so we've done well. We, I think we all agree we've done well there, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, offensive line, we've been horrible. It has not know. gone well, yes. We're aware. Yeah, I mean, Pertz, <laughs> Pertz a been uh, a bust, you know, I'm using the bust, you know, hasn't been good. Um, uh, the two North Carolina state guards don't look very good. Um, you know, Evan has, you know, is is really slow in terms of, um, it seems like he's slow in terms of foot speed. And I just don't, I just don't know what we're we're doing here if we have to you know, whatever we're doing, we're doing wrong. It's so, like the Seinfeld. Maybe we should do the opposite <laughs> of what we're doing. Well, Phil, here's the thing. I, I think I think you have to reset the way you look at it from when Joe Shane got here because he has made so many changes in the scouting department. It's yeah. all new people. This is not – when Dave Gettleman took over from Jerry Reese, he held over a lot of the guys. He made mm-hmm. some changes of, you know, minor. Minor. I mean, but if you look now at the scouting staff under Jerry Reese, it is last year compared to the one under Joe Shane. Mm-hmm. There's maybe two guys left out of ten. Like it's not a lot, and everyone's different. So I think you have to reset and start from when Joe Shane came in. First of all, so you look at the three linemen they've selected. Four actually with John Michael Schmitz, right? You have Schmitz, mm-hmm. Neil, McKeithen, Azudu. Obviously, McKeithen had the torn ACL in his rookie year, so mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yep. Josh Azudu got hurt now this year. He's out for the year. Yep. Evan Neal dealt with a knee injury last year, ankle injuries this year. Mm-hmm. That's been a problem. Now, have they played the way you wanted to play? Have they gone out there and showed we're going to be good NFL starters? No. I think you are encouraged by what John Michael Schmitz has done this year. Yes, you are. But I, I just don't think you can go back prior to Shane mm-hmm. to 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 really judge that process. I, I think also... And thanks, but we got to run. We're, we're way past here. Yeah, I think also you got to remember the, the thing you said, guys are hurt. All of them are hurt. So you, if they're healthy, you can actually judge them, but them being hurt, you know, and again, the best ability is availability, but being hurt does not really work. I think Thomas was hurt his first two years, and then all of a sudden, he's all... Yeah, he had, the feet, he had the foot yeah. and ankle issues yeah. his first two years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, and remember, uh, Evan Neal has only played 23, one regular season games, I mm-hmm. think 23 games overall, which yeah. is not even a season and a half yet. Nope. So, so hopefully whatever he's got you know, going on that you know, all season he get get it touched up, as I say, as we tuned up. <laughs> so he, and he's got to play better. Guy. He's got to play better. Yeah. John Michael Schmitz so hopefully will improve in his yeah. second year. Be, and maybe Michael one Smith, of those two guards can step up. John Michael Schmitz will be stronger. He needs to get stronger, too. He'll be a lot stronger mm-hmm. going into his next year. He does. Um, and he had he had a couple uh, on that long Barkley or was it the next to last Barkley run? One of those long Barkley runs. He got to the second level. Had a nice block on one yeah. of the linebackers on that final drive. So, Absolutely. But yeah, I'm a, I agree. I think him getting stronger in the weight room at mm-hmm. center mm-hmm. as more teams play some of those big nose tackle types as yep. they try to stop the run. Kind of copy gonna, what the Giants he, are doing with Dexter. Gonna, to be quite honest be with you, really, he's gonna be deck, and playing in front of Dexter and practicing in front of Dexter yeah. is gonna make him stronger too. Hundred percent, Howard. Good stuff. This was fun, man. All right, brother. Been good to see you. For Howard Cross, I'm John Schmelk. Thanks for joining us on Big Blue Kickoff Live, presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the New York football giants. We'll see you tomorrow at 1230 for another episode. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.